does it love you back? Is it enhancing your life? No. You know, is it going to edify you for a long time? No. And is it working? No. Bye. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 91, entitled Respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect is valuing and regarding one another highly, treating one another as important. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While you're there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Uh, please make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you can, give us a five-star review wherever you are. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Brian, no matter who you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, they're not as good as they could be. And if things are bad and you're alone, well, things just got much worse. There's a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, which states, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is about. Each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives, along with some food talk, to model rejoicing and mourning. We then hit the main topic and finish with some do-betters and can't-do-betters as well. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. Eric, what's up? Yeah, we are. Um, so yeah, what's bad? What's good? What's bad? You're starting with what's bad. I start out with what's bad because I like to end on end on a good note. Um, and... My what's bad this week will kind of segue into the what's good, I guess, because I'm having a good experience because of it. But my what's bad is I left Facebook. I deactivated my Facebook account. Deactivated. So deactivated does not mean permanently gone. Um, so you still have a footprint. No. Well, yes, but not. But nobody can see my page. Like if you were to try to find me right now, you wouldn't see me. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I uh, I just didn't going You're through to, and to be transparent, like just through all the 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 politics that are happening right now. Politics, <laughs> all the COVID stuff. COVID. Um, I just I just, I need a break, and I don't know how long that break needs to be. And I just thought, you know what, I. Uh, I'm going to take a break for however long I feel that needs to be, and I may never need to come back. I don't know. When you shared it with me, it was like a big thud, and I was just like, because, I mean, I get it, but it was like, man, it's that bad. You know, like, I felt so bad that you're like, I'm just done. It's not adding. It's only subtracting. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And I feel it. Yeah. And it's, and it's not like... You know, I, 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 I talked to somebody... Uh, this week and I said it's it's mostly just about seeking understanding um, more than anything I feel like nobody I don't want to say nobody I want to say if you watch mainstream media if you watch social media I feel like there's very little seeking understanding and we talk about that a lot of seeking understanding and I don't feel like there's a lot of people that are trying to understand the other side. Um, and I had a conversation with a very good friend of mine this week and we had a great conversation and we're, you know, we sit on either side of the fence and we had a great conversation and we sought understanding and we're still friends and we still love each other very much. And, um, but I just see that's rare. That's rare, but that also really doesn't happen on social media. No. So, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to remove it from my life right now. I'm still on Instagram because I find Instagram is really not the well, same as Facebook. And um, you got to put your Maggie picture somewhere. That's right. Or they don't put, exist. Yeah, and, and and that's that's the kind of thing that like is a little bit heartbreaking because I have a lot of family. I have a lot of friends on Facebook and a lot of them reach out to me like, "Oh man, I love seeing pictures of Maggie cuz you know, they don't they don't live nearby or they just love to see pictures of Maggie and 
And, you know, I get that feedback and that's why I keep posting pictures of her because, you know, everybody keeps on saying stuff. Um, but, um, and I love her very much. Um, but that kind of broke my heart because I was like, you know what? These people aren't going to see her anymore. And, you know, it is, but it is what it is right now. Like for me, it's more important that I need to, I need to escape. And, you know, social media is like a drug. Like it is addicting where, you know, the app was on my phone. I would click on the app, you know, I would find myself just opening up my phone and going to the app, like just I, like just like a robot. And I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. And um, I've been so far this week. I have not missed it. I really haven't. Yeah. You guys know that I quit posting. I mean, basic like once in a blue moon, I'll post something. And sure. It's probably since 2017, 2018, I would say, would be the last time I was really active. I mean, I was active on Facebook for quite a while, but I just, it, it, it got to be the same thing. It was, there was a straw that broke the camel's back. I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah, but there was there, a straw this time, and there, I can't go into why. Yeah, but, yeah. but for me, it was that, and I, you know, and, and a lot of my passwords, you know, a lot of my accounts are tied into Facebook. So it's like, I don't want to really get rid of it. Um, so I just I just made the decision to stop. Like I'm just not going to look at it. Um, you know, every once in a while now because of lunchtime in Rome or whatever, I'll check it. But yeah, like I'm not going to post. I just don't want to post anything anymore because everything you post becomes a political fight in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how it happens, but it always devolves into some <laughs> I post kind a of picture of Megan. All of a sudden, we're talking about the coronavirus or the election. I'm like, what is it? No, no. No, I was that wasn't I, happening. I, I was but, literally you know, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah. Mike Tomlin to somebody, and it got into this flame throwing thing, and I was just. I mean, this is a couple <laughs> how years. did we get here? And I was like, all right, well, that's it. That's I, I was I was at I was at the ledge, but this isn't yeah. about me. This is about you. But, but no, yes, yeah, no, I, I hear I, you, man. Yeah, yeah, you joined, you joined me in it, and uh, well, and yeah. But let me add, you know, in my young life days, uh, a way to talk about um, faith in Jesus was, you know, we all fill our lives with something, and the question was, you know. With that something you're filling your life with, does it love you back? Right. Will it be there forever? And is it working? Yeah. And the answer is, you know, from a from a Christian perspective, Jesus is the only thing that does those three things. But if you think about your experience with Facebook right now, you know, does, does it does it love you back? Is it enhancing your life? No. You know, is it going to edify you for a long time? No. And is it working? No. Bye. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I've I've kind of taken that energy and put it towards other things um one of them being three-day respawn which is um something i'm really passionate about uh not a sponsor not a definitely not a sponsor um new logo <laughs> new logo which looks really dope shout out to uh justin marvel um but uh yeah it's a gaming ministry super excited about it we got more people involved it's taken off ethan has been on it and loving it and playing with uh, three day respawn people and it's been fantastic to see him involved and uh it's been great so yeah um but that is not my my what's good for the week what's good for the week is i went disc golfing with chris on sunday yeah you did jerk we, <laughs> we played two courses we went to uh harmony ridge uh which is in harmony Be beaver falls all harmony. right sure um, and it's on like an actual golf course, like a mm -hmm. ball golf. Yeah. Ball golf. Um, and it's wide open. Mm -hmm. Like you can just let it rip mm -hmm. and watch your disc do what your disc does. And, uh, that was really fun. Um, but it's only nine holes. So then we went and played Lindbrook, which is very tight and in the woods, not so much tight as in like Shenley or, you know. A place where it's like, oh, we put baskets in the woods, try to get to that Sugar basket. Creek. It, yeah, yeah. It, it was very, very nicely technical. Uh, constructed and, yeah, technical and, and really clever in a, in a lot of ways, the way they laid it out. Um, and that was fun. So we got kind of the best of both worlds there. And it was really fun. It was just fun going with Chris. You know, we, it's, we've never gone out, just the two well, of us. And so often know, for when that. we all play, there's six of us and it's a bigger deal. Yeah. And you're having to hurry. For me, it's having to hurry. You know, him, it's just the two of you guys hanging out. We're like, strolling like, like two, two dudes disc golfing, strolling through the woods. <laughs> so many... <laughs> Yep. Yeah, Holding one. hands. <laughs> um touching discs. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh it was a great time and uh great and weather. Great weather. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, 70s. Mm -hmm. Um in November. In November. no clouds and clouds. Clouds. 
Um, and it was just a good day. It was just a good day. And I needed that. I needed that. So it was it was great. Great. Man. Celebrate I was jealous you. and happy for you at the same time. <laughs> but I wasn't a lot of emotions. That, but I wasn't that jealous because of what was good for me. Boom. Was my weekend away with my lovely bride. Uh, we didn't talk about it last week, heading into it, but uh, the church last year got us two nights, uh, with the equivalent of two nights at the Stonewall Jackson Resort in the hoot and hollers of West Virginia, mm. in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia. Uh, two and a half hours away from here. West and Virginia is beautiful. It is wild and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, is their motto? There's a lot of it. It's a bigger state than there's you a think. lot of West Virginia and not a lot of people there. Is no. it bigger? Is it bigger than Pennsylvania? No. No. Okay. No. That's curious. No. It's it's uh, further. Well, is it further north to south? Because you it, can drive. It, yeah, yeah it, you can drive four hours. Oh yeah, four hours to Charleston from yeah, from, from Morgantown or from, from Wheeling to Mor- from Charleston is probably three and a half four hours. Well, it's, it's, it's a big state. Yeah, it's a big uh, state. north to south, yeah. east to west. Like west, after so. you get like if you're driving from Pennsylvania to Florida, you get to the other side of West Virginia, you're like halfway there. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're on your way down at that point. <laughs> yeah, but it was just so great. The two of us went first time. Kids home alone wow. uh, without a sitter. Yeah, uh, and you know. Our goal was to just, we call it the anonymous weekend, that we didn't want anybody to know who we were, didn't want to talk to anybody, just wanted to be completely by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then the Did first- make up fake names? Uh, we didn't get that far. Um, <laughs> I, I got away with not saying what I did. Uh, the first night by the fire, you know, we happened to, you know, of course, there's a, like a, it's a very, it's a bonfire, but it's not a real fire. It's, you know, a gas fire, but it looks real nice. And that's yeah. where a lot of people- Communal. Congregate and everybody that comes, not everybody, but you get a special package where you get s'mores. Yeah. And so you can make your s'mores, which nice. of course we didn't do because we don't care. But there was a woman there within five minutes. She's like, Yeah, my husband had PTSD and he committed suicide. He was in the army. And, and I was like, How? How did I find you? Right. Like, You're like a you magnet. Know, I said, Really? My son died six years ago yesterday. So, uh, okay, good talk. See you out there. I mean, it was Whoa. just so, I didn't yeah, say I know. quite like that, <laughs> yeah, right, but right. I did say that. Yeah. And uh, and then a woman came by and touched Rachel on the head. This mm. lady who was like in her sixties oh, and no. said, "Rachel welcomes that kind of and stuff." And she said, "Why are you guys being so quiet?" And literally, like, pat, almost hit, but patted her on the head. Wow, twice. Um, <laughs> so we left twice. Fire, but it was great because it was just giving us a story to tell. Yeah. Um, you know, and we had a great time. the The food was good. the 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 weather was unbelievable. We got to be by ourselves, which I've mentioned that a couple times already. Um, we just really, especially with you know the way things have been, date nights are rare, and Rachel doesn't care about going out to eat, and so there's not a lot. We haven't been on a lot of dates. You know, we will go out with you know you guys and other couples. Yeah, but even back we've kept in, it pretty tight. But back in my day of uh, learning all about emotional needs and all that stuff. They said a date with other couples is not a date. A true date is just you and your spouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. we haven't done a lot of that, yeah. so it was great. And it's it hasn't been that long that we weren't worried about it. Like, oh, you know, do we still have us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still do. Um, but it was perfect, and we even went disc golfing, which she doesn't really play. Um, That's awesome. And so we went Saturday at the resort. They have a real small nine hole course that was better than I thought it was going to be. And then Sunday on the way home, we stopped and played at this course in oh, Morgantown cool. that is on the side of a cliff. So it was <laughs> a lot of work. It was a lot of work. And she got a lot better. And I have a, a disc that I found that had no name or number on it that was a lot lighter, which she took offense to. But honestly, though, I think, you know, Rachel's a CrossFitter. Like, she is a strong woman. She know? is. And I feel like if she learned how to, like, she could rip oh, she- a disc twice as far as me. Like, it's actually funny that you say that because on the very last hole, it's straight uphill, super steep. And she launched, she was trying the X step, which is like an approach you do before you throw. And yep. it just wasn't going great. And every once in a while in the middle of the fairway, she would throw without a run up and it would be good. So she stood on the tee, didn't run up and she launches this disc. And I literally said, honey, that's about as far as Eric can throw. Yeah. I said, so you're all right. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't make her feel good. <laughs> I but, love that. That's awesome. So that's what was good. Um, what was bad was coming home. Um, and I've said it to you guys already that a couple times this week I've been like, oh, and this weekend we're going away. No, that was last weekend. Yeah. And it was just so good. So that's the bummer. Even though coming home, I've got purpose. We've got the holidays coming up. 
you know, I'm, we're doing different things at the oh, church, I'm launching different things, and I've gotten some focus and all that stuff. But it's like, man, I look forward to that trip so much for so long, and it's over. Yeah. Um, but in our what's good, what's bad, we also talk about food. Oh, I didn't talk about food. Can I talk about food real quick? Eric, why don't you talk about food? I want to say this. <gasps> Just say this. Somebody this. surprised me this weekend um, with one of my favorite things. So, Brian... And his family, you went oh, to a high pile. Yeah, I don't want to blow up your. About. I don't want to blow up your. What's good? Um, but Brian was nearby one of my favorite bakeries, which is in Donegal, PA. The pie shop, the pie shop with two P's and an E at the end. <laughs> <laughs> two P's and an E. <laughs> and uh, um, they make these things called snails, and I've talked about them before on we the have. show on air. Yes, sir. on air. But Brian surprised me with a box of snails, and I I wasn't even expecting it because he called me or he, he texted me and said, "Hey, can I drop something off at your house real quick?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I don't know what it could be." Ethan <laughs> Chalupa, <laughs> yeah, Chalupa, Chalupa, yeah. Chalupa. Um, but uh, it was a box of snails. Oh, they're already gone. <laughs> yeah, I shared. Oh, I shared some with my mom because my mom. Long story short, we had a camp past Donegal. We'd always just get snails. And it's a camp that my mom grew up at, and they would get snails. And Gave her so a little nostalgia. Yeah, what a she good was real son excited. you are. She was real excited. Oh, I could have hoarded Look at you, them. Brian, blessing families. Right? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And that was what he does. just a great highlight. And it's then the I made the keeps on giving. And then Clark's I made snails. Brian help me move a, a chair out to yeah, the curb. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was a fair trade off. I get to move a chair, and I also buy and him he snails. He gets snails. <laughs> right. That was a great deal. <laughs> so well that, was my, that was my food for the week. So, but I, I had to say something. But yeah, Jay. Uh, Mine is just a funny one. It's it's a staple in my household. And by household, I mean my kitchen because nobody else eats it. But it's just banana peppers and onions. And I fry them together. Um, yeah. Yellow hot Hungarian yeah, yeah. hacks or Hungarian wax. Like I was talking about last week, steakums at the beach. Steakums at the beach. Because that's, that's something that um, we I put on them. Banana peppers. Yeah. Banana peppers? No, nope. you can... Bell peppers. Bell peppers. We right. could do banana peppers. Though. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. It would, yeah, be, good. would be good. And so I make them, and my secret is, and, and I've now just about perfected this, and you know how often I say I'm awesome when I cook, which is almost never. <laughs> um, you know, I, I cook them real hot. And the thing is, the trick is, for those of you listening at home on this cooking show, is so it's uh, the hot peppers and onions. Add extra onions because onions cost next to nothing, mm-hmm. and, and they, they get just as spicy as the peppers because they're cooking with the peppers. So you extend mm. the $2.49 a pound banana peppers into the onions so you get more out of it. And so I cook it with anchovy paste. Okay. I squirt some anchovy paste in there because back in the day, my dad would put up, quote unquote, jar peppers. Mm-hmm. And you would get a banana pepper and you would put garlic and then you would put an anchovy in it. Mm. And I would never eat the anchovy because nobody likes anchovies. At least I don't. I've never eaten one. It's just way too anchovy-y. But the salt it would leave behind was great. Mm-hmm. So when I make these peppers and I put the anchovy paste in it, it gives the you know, the the essence of saltiness and anchovy without it being a full-blown anchovy. Right. right. And then I deglaze it with a little sherry vinegar and I cook it with sherry wine. Anyhow, the point of the story is why I bring it up is I've perfected it. But number two, because they're spicy, it depends on the pepper and there's no way of knowing. It'll blow out the household. Oh, yeah. I was sneezing so oh. bad while I was making it tonight. I mean, it was hilarious how bad. Like, it was, it was you know, stir the peppers, stir the peppers, go grab uh, toilet paper, blow my nose. Stir the peppers. Blow, and, then, <laughs> and then you hear Rachel, who's napping in the living room after a hard day's work and a workout at CrossFit, coughing. You hear Bella upstairs sneezing, yelling, Dad, what did you do? Did you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yep, I did. So, that's all. Nice. It's a good way to, uh, I don't know. To create a memory 40 years from now where Bella will smell banana peppers and yep, be, like, be like, oh, oh I miss my dad. <laughs> so uh, Ashley says, oh, I love anchovies. Christina, you lost me at anchovies. <laughs> well, see? But see, Ashley is a big foodie. She is part of a Facebook page, Pittsburgh Foodies. Actually, I think she leads it. Uh, oh, and so that's why she's refined. She's mm. somebody. She uh, is. She's boozy. Bougie. Man, I don't know if she's Bo- boozy, boozy, but she's boozy. boozy. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess I'll start with my bad, which is this: if this is my bad, then I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. 
I had a hockey tournament on Saturday. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I, I forgot about this. I had to get up at about 6.30 and be down in Mount Pleasant, uh, which is about 45 minutes from my house um, for an 8.45 game. So that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just being up early. Like nothing just, bad just happened. Just being up early. Well, and, and, and we were out. Yeah, well, this was also what's was good. Say, we had yeah. a great date Friday night. We, we, I was going to say. Just me and Brian. Yeah, just us. Uh, <laughs> no, we not a, that we, there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> we had a two-family date, um, Alexis and I and, and Eric and Amy. We went down to Pub 333, and they have the best best French onion Lighting? soup. Oh, yes. No, we were outside. Uh, we were no, outside. No, I, I told Jay about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but no, their French onion soup is uh, it's it's so good. And I was never a French onion soup fan until yeah. I ate their French onion soup, but I'm, it's so good. All the cheese come off in one bite? I, I tried to conserve it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and had, had some drinks. And, and so I woke up a little bit hazy the next morning because a couple of those beers that we had are pretty potent. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't hung over anything, but no, like you right. woke uh, like 630 is like, oh man, like it's, it's fuzzy waking up at that early anyways. Yeah. And then so, but that, and then I went and played hockey. Um, so, but that helps you get up date night. Oh, the adrenaline, the sweat. It did. I mean, it did. It was, it was nice. And I went down. And so I had three games on Saturday. Um, eight eight forty five and ten ten thirty or something like that, and then I had like a one thirty game. Mm. So between my second and third game, I had about two hours and two and a half hours, and then about fifteen minutes from the Mount Pleasant deck is the gun range uh, or a gun range. And so between the second and third game, and I'd put this out earlier in the week to anybody on our group chat. I was like, hey, if anybody wants to go shoot guns with me between our second and third game, yeah. So, uh, and actually a dad and his daughter, um, I drove them up and the three of us went and, and shot. I had this little gun that I, I will, came to me from my aunt. She uh, passed away and I got this gun and it was a piece of garbage and I thought it was a piece of garbage, but I was able to go up and shoot it and try out my other gun with some bigger bullets. And, uh, it was just great. You know, I packed a bunch into it and, and, um, played hockey, shot guns. And then Sunday, what a man, it was great. Right. It was great. And then Sunday, um, we went to Ohio Pile and wow. like we didn't have church and you know I I love being at church and I love you know serving and, and doing the worship but it was really nice to have a morning where I didn't have to get up for the nine or the eleven mm. just kind of got up um, after you know a long day of hockey on Saturday got up and then sitting there at like ten thirty and I um, just kind of put out to uh, you know my family were all just sitting there and I was like does anybody want to go to Ohio Pile today I mean otherwise we we're gonna sit at home and you know look at each other's screens. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Or like I was yeah. gonna hang a um, a flag post, you know, or like a some a flag holder to hold my flag. Mm, that would make sense. And that's like the extent of what we wanted. So, so, anyways, Abby jumped at it. She was like, Aww. "Yes!" So we went out to Ohio Pile and what a good dad. I was so, dude, it was it was such a great day. And you we all bank those dad points. I do. I, I'm trying. You should. Uh, I, I am. Um, and we all went right. out, and, and Abby and Ethan were climbing on rocks, and and we just had a great, fantastic day. Ate at Falls Pub. Oh, I love Falls. Dude, that food was great. Yeah. Um, we just had such an amazing. Took Chalupa with us, yeah, um, and we just hiked and, and had just such a fantastic day. That so is awesome. It was a beautiful day for that. Yeah, that's my food. That's my bad and my good. And I felt very respected in all of that. Ah, yes. Well, it's good because you are a big fan of respect, right? I think it's and, my highest. Uh, with respect, we have been taking a look at individual emotional needs. And taking a real deep dive into them and looking at what they are, individual uh, specific characteristics to that emotional need so that we can recognize it. So if you have it, you can know what it is and know how to get it met. You can if you have somebody in your life where that is a big deal, you can make sure to reach out to them and know how to meet them and join them in that emotion uh, so that you can be more loving so that they can feel less alone, which is what this podcast is all about. And this week, it's probably number one uh, on Brian's list up there with attention. Attention, affection, and respect, I think, are my three. Right. Um, you know, and respect, as we said in the beginning, is simply just the valuing somebody for who they are. Uh, it's a base. For me, it's the base level of uh, recognition and love for another person. Like, mm -hmm. just because you are, uh, I will give you the baseline level of respect. Mm. Um, and... I want to look at it in a, in a couple different ways today, because I think if we talk about respect, people are like, yeah, I get it. I know what respect is. You know, there's not a lot to teach about respect. 
Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that make sense? So you think that's something we don't really need to do? Yes. However, yes. I don't want to. Please do. No, I don't want to jump the gun because I, uh, I. There's a lot of times where I feel like it's respect for me, but it's really not. It's something else. But I don't want to get into that just, just yet. It's getting into the weeds. Well, I mean, everyone deserves the base level of respect. I think we all need that. Go ahead. And that's why social media isn't working anymore because everybody doesn't see anybody as human. There's no baseline respect. It is just words. And I can say whatever the heck I want. That is very true. Yeah. That is very true Um, because it isn't human, you know, and that is one of the areas where it is being taken away today. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, in our our preview, I wrote, who deserves it? I think everybody deserves it. Absolutely. I mean, I'll respect anybody because you're a human being created, in my opinion, by God. Yeah. So I'm going to give you that. Right. Um, Let's get before we get to where it's being taken away. Um, I want to compare and contrast it to a couple others, which Eric might might have been sort of where you were heading. Mm. Um, but we'll start there, and then we'll look at more of the application of respect mm. um, today. And so there is emotional need of respect, and like I said, that's the base level of giving you credit for being alive. <laughs> it's a, it should be a very low bar. <laughs> like you're here, right? All right, yeah. I'm not going to treat you like crap. I don't care who you are, right? Um, but whereas the emotional need of approval, blessing, slash what we like to call belonging, mm-hmm. that is being loved because of who you are to me. Mm-hmm. So I love Joe because he's my son. I love Rachel because she's my wife. I love you guys because you're my brothers slash friends. I give respect. I love anyone because they're just a human being. Mm-hmm. So it's not any added level. It's that base level. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But you got to mine way before I thought we were going to. Because my thing is, like, I think a lot of times, like, I need you to respect me. But it's more so I need to feel like I belong to the group or something like that. Or mm-hmm. like we're okay kind of thing. Where it's more of a belonging thing. Right. Um Somebody explained to me in a pre-marriage teaching one time, they're like, I totally get the difference between respect and belonging. And they said, I think I shared this last week when we were talking about belonging. Was that last week? I'll check. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a guy who said that he was a miller. Mm-hmm. And I knew that it was important. I understood the emotional need of belonging because millers were important. And I knew it was important that I was a miller. He goes, I got a B on our report card once. A Miller is in somebody's last name. Yeah, not that's his like last name was Miller. No, they didn't. Does wood or no. something. <laughs> last week was encouragement. Great. So this guy said, but I got a B on a test. And my dad circled it, grounded me for a month, put it on the refrigerator and said, Miller's don't get Bs. <laughs> wow. All right. It's time for public humiliation. That's Everybody effective. up against the wall. <laughs> yeah. And he said, so I didn't feel respected in my family. Uh-huh. Yeah. I knew that it was important. You know, I understood belonging. Yeah. Now you could also tear, not tear, tie that into acceptance. Mm -hmm. Acceptance is being loved even though you've screwed up. Mm -hmm. Or appreciation is being loved because you've done something. Respect is below to a degree. It's a base level beneath all of that. You didn't earn it. Yeah. You can't lose it. You're just loved and respected for being a human being and existing. Mm -hmm. And then other things add upon that. Brian's lost in thought. I'm just I'm thinking about why it's such a high need for me. And I think if if anybody knows me, I'm not a superficial person. I'm I'm, you know, in, in high school, some of my friends started calling me depth. And like when I would start to go off on rants, they would just start. Sho- they, would start sh- they would just start shoveling like they <laughs> like. <laughs> That's so good. Like, like he's getting deep. Yeah. Um, but like, can a happy meal just be a happy meal, Brian? Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I, what does it mean? I want, well, I wonder if it's because because it's it is the it is like you're saying the baseline emotion, the baseline foundational Wait, thing. Let me ask you this though, Brad, because you're you're one of your one of your other ones is affection. But what's your what's your other highest need? Um, attention. Attention, attention, affection. And, uh, yeah, and I feel respect. like attention and respect could really tie together. Well, because if you're not getting, nobody's paying attention to you, are they respecting you? Right. Right. If they're just ignoring you, you don't even count. You're right. not even in the room. Yeah, you're just a figment of your imagine, somebody's imagination. You're just, a, you're just a role player in their world. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is actually blowing my mind a little bit. Go on, why? Well, just because, You're a like, bot. You're a bot. That's what you are. <laughs> uh, no, just because, like, I didn't think of, uh, I didn't really think of respect so much of being a base level than I did a separate emotional need as 
we've kind of already mentioned like you you feel like like in your mind it was isolated anyways but now it's i feel like all the emotional needs are their own separate and they are which which they still are but like in order like i I guess for, for for my thing is in order for me to feel completely respected i need to feel a sense of belonging is i guess the way i would put it like for me to like i need to feel like i'm part of the group to feel respected in some way, right? Because, like, if you, if, if, like, let's say, because you guys are my best friends, like, let's say, like, we're having a conversation, and like, oh, Eric, you make a great point. Oh, I feel like I belong to the group. I'm, you know, we're jiving, we're jiving, and that gives me the respect that I'm part of the group and that you re- respect my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a layer into it all. Right. And I don't know, like, I mean, Jay, you're a lot better at, like, dissecting this stuff than I am, but, like, that's how I feel, like, the way this conversation is right now is, like, the respect is like that kind of bottom layer, but like everything else kind of, kind of relates to respect in a way. I think so. Um, in some, in some way. In one of our posts each week on Monday, I do an early post that has to do with emotional need, and then Wednesday I do a preview, and I ask questions like, okay, so I give examples of getting disrespected or having respect taken from you, and one was your boss, you know, uh, speaking down at you in front of other people. Another one is your kid smart mouthing you. Another one is a traffic situation. And Lex, your lovely wife, uh, commented and she said, you know, traffic, I don't care. Kids, teaching moment, but boss, now that's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. And I said, so is that appreciation that they're not appreciating? Because I think the way it was phrased or is it respect? And it was great because her answer was, you know, in the short term, it's respect, but in the long term, it's appreciation because you clearly don't appreciate the work that I'm putting into it. Ah, which I think I think I may have screwed that up, but you know they do feather into each other, and, yeah. And it depends on what you need more. You know, like last week with encouragement versus attention, you were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's when I need encouragement." I'm like, "Isn't it just attention?" You're like, "Yeah, it's attention." You know, <laughs> yeah. but for you, it can be. You know, for her, is it respect or is it appreciation? For you, is it belonging or is it respect? Mm. And so. It's which one matters more in that if we took one away, which matters more? Like, do you feel respected? Do you feel disrespected if you're not included? Or do you feel not included because you're feeling disrespected? And that just got confusing. But right. No, it, but I see what you're saying. They tie into each other. And another example, like, so that big project that I was working on, I actually got recognized for it this week, which yeah, is also you what's did. good. That'd be good. Um, and now that you say it like that, it's more important so i felt appreciated which gave me the respect like you know now i'm kind of respected in my field right but if it was the other way around it wouldn't be as meaningful to me it's more it's more meaningful that i was appreciated for the job well done and got the attaboy for it you know what i mean on top of it yeah exactly see i'm getting it i'm getting it I'm looking up her post. Give me one second. Looking up her post. So um, to speak. Right. So she said, bothered and hurt. The boss one would be the worst. Uh, and then we replied, so would that fall into respect or appreciation for you in regards to your boss? Which one are they more not giving or taking from you? And she said, I would feel like that's a lack of respect in the moment stemming from a greater overall lack of appreciation. Mm. Is a way to look at that. So I gave her a gold star for understanding emotional hmm. needs. Yeah, Alexa's smart. So that's the difference between those. Um, and we talked about who deserves it. But Brian quickly uh, and I think very accurately pointed out where it is being taken away today. And, mm-hmm. you know, Eric, you brought it up earlier with social media. Yeah. Um, not only where is it being taken away because we're not being treated like people. Mm-hmm. And right. it's so easy to not do that because you're, you know, it's not even that you're a bot. You are a recipient. You are a recipient of what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And that's what breaks my heart so much on social media is people are screaming what they have to say Mm -hmm. so desperate to have it be heard that it is never occurring to them. There are human beings who believe completely the opposite, which is the way our world is set up today. Right. There's basically two sides to every topic. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you might believe differently, it's not only not respected. But it is shouted down and demeaned and dehumanized and 
and, and, not, and that's, and that's and both even, ways. And even sometimes not just the belief or the statement or the, the, the object of what you're saying, but you personally get torn down and attacked just, just for putting an opinion out there or, uh, you know, a, a, a story or a fact or something like that. And that, that to me is just so troubling. You, like you said, dehumanized. And I think that's, you know, again, not to get super religious, but that's one of the, you know, one of the fundamental things that is against us is we have this identity that comes from a creator and every, and, and if there's a, if there's an enemy of us, that creator, that enemy wants to tear down that image of that creator in us. So it's, it's that whole dehumanization process. That's so hard to watch. And that's why I had yeah. to get off social media because I, I don't want to be part of it. And I don't want to watch other people be part of it. It's hard to watch. And it, it's hard to watch like somebody like, like you said, Jay, like people shouting and like being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Like that's, like it, it, it is very. It's very hard to watch, and it's very hard to stomach, especially for me, somebody that that needs acceptance and belonging, and like Not acceptance. Sorry, um, just belonging, right? And just regular, <laughs> just regular thing. Um, whereas I, I've uh, like, and here's where I've kind of stood in in social media is I've 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 always just wanted to be positive and i'm not going to get political online i don't want to like get into that because it's and you can a, do that a lot of time it's 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 worthless um and and right before i left and this wasn't why i left but i i did get involved in a little conversation but i was like i just want the truth to be out there like that's all um but it was one of those things that i that i recognized was and it's it's funny that it's like it's kind of like all I understand it in my head, but it's really hard for me to explain. But like, I wasn't getting that sense of belonging. I didn't. Not, I didn't feel like I was belonging in social media anymore. And oh, through yeah. that, through that, I was. I also was not getting respected. Mm -hmm. And and it was just really hard for me to to keep going. And I was like, this is this is not worth it to me. Well, and I think you know Ashley points out bougie bougie Ashley points out. <laughs> she said you feel validated as well. And I think very often people on social media. By the way, and in culture or in, in the world, not even culture, you know, Rachel had somebody come up to her and talk about the election at work. And I won't say who and I won't say what. And they were like, we did this, you know, or, or whatever. And, and Rachel's like, why did, why did she think I was we? Right. <laughs> like, I'm just me. Right. Like, I'm not part of you. Um, and, and with Ashley pointing out the validation that, you know, sometimes people are trying to shout down everybody else on social media. You know, they're seeking that validation. They're seeking that respect. Like, I'm part of, you know, do you, my opinion matters, right? Mm -hmm. And where for someone like myself, that where I keep saying it breaks my heart, you know, that that's just just by saying what you think and, and being, you know, I do what I want. It's my page and everything else. I hear that so often from mm. people at church because at church, I'm very often speaking about just be respectful, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> respect. Of other people that, yeah. you know, that are you really, what are you gaining? Right. You know, what are you winning? Yeah. And so they're not necessarily attacking anybody, but they're constantly talking about what they believe to be true and what they believe to be true and what has to happen and everything else. To me, that's not respectful of somebody who thinks otherwise. You're not allowing room for somebody else to think differently. And you're putting up barriers between that, between you and them. And, and, and so it's not an attack. Right. It's just not being respectful that maybe people think differently than you and you're not going to win them over. Yeah. Uh, online. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love a list of the people who have just been transformed. Wild online. Yeah. yeah. By, by a, a, a Twitter or a Facebook or TikTok conversation. Yeah. Comment thread. Yeah. So I think a lot of that comes from the fact that we are in a more and more dehumanized society. And so we do have a – we are becoming faceless. We're becoming nameless. Mm -hmm. And so therefore there is this just general need for respect. And then it's not coming anywhere. And so people are reaching out and grasping it very often and ignoring other people's need for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think not only, so I, I, I'm with you. I like Instagram a lot. It's one of my favorites. It's pictures. Um, it's pictures. I don't even, I don't even, yeah, I, for I, the most part, it can get political. Well, but I, I mean, just like everything else, but I hardly but, read the comments, you know, like yeah. it's, you know, especially if it's like not, if I don't feel like it's, Politi politically related or anything like that I'll, I'll read a comment or whatever but like yeah 
It's pictures. But fa- like Facebook and Twitter for me, like I used to really, I, I used to really enjoy Facebook and I used to be okay with Twitter. And I think number one, not only was I not feeling respected, but I think to what you said, Jay, um, you would put, you know, every once in a while you put that article out or you share that link and it, it blows up and it goes someplace that you just, you know, maybe you, you I'm not a flamethrower. Like, I'm not somebody that's going to run around and look for an argument. You know, I'm not going to run from something. I'm not going to, you know, I'll defend whatever I believe, but I'm not the, I'm not the person that's going to go out there and just look for fights or, or, or be the flamethrower. Right. You face things head on, but you don't go, like, I, you don't I have, start it. You don't I don't start have it. any emotional right. wherewithal capacity to Margin. deal with any of that bullcrap. I just don't want to get into it. Right. And yeah. so, you know, you stumble into those, those times where you get into a conversation and it, it just, all of a sudden you're like 30 comments deep and it's like, how did we get here? You know? And, and so I think one of those things for me, one of the reasons that I got off social media for the most part was just, look, you know, I, I'm, I, I tend to be pretty libertarian. If you want to believe that, go for it. And I'm going to respect you in that belief, but I'm not going to put something out there now that's going to, you know, there are times where I feel like truth needs to be shared or my truth needs to be shared. But by and large, it's just more like, look. You've got your page if that's what you want to talk about. And if you want to go to somebody else's page and flame on them and whatever, go for it. But I'm just not going to be part of that world. Right. And to the respect angle is you then would hope they wouldn't tell you how to feel and how to act. Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen in this day and age. It's just not. I mean. Because they do. Because they do. Right. Because you offer that to other people. Hey, I respect. You believe what you want. But. I want to make sure you do that my way, and it doesn't and, happen. which is why you avoid that. Right. It's, and pearl, I it's end, pearls before swine at this point. And me. I want to end the respect mm. portion <clears throat> on a positive note, which is I think a lot of the reason why there is so much disrespect in this world and why it is not being offered, we've talked about. So therefore, that, like I always teach, is there's a great opportunity to respect people. And so I think we can spend time you know, with people that think and believe and act differently than us and saying to them, hey, you know what? We may not agree, but. I think it's great that you're passionate about that. And I think, you know, you really do know what you're talking about. I might disagree with you or I do agree with you. It doesn't matter who it is. But I think respect is is an easy way to make people feel good about themselves. To ask their opinion on things is a way to meet people's need for respect. Hey, I was thinking about doing this. What are your thoughts on that? And you watch. And if somebody goes, I don't know. Okay, maybe they don't have a high need for respect. Right. But if they go, well, you know, I'm glad you asked. And then they get excited and. You know, like I think of your dad. Anytime I ask your dad a question on something, his eyes light up and he is like, <laughs> no, I'm talking to Brian. Yeah. Because I would imagine he's got a pretty high need for respect. He has a very high need for respect. but the- <laughs> That's why Brian got his need for respect. <laughs> Just going to cut that one off there. I love my dad. What a great guy. He is a great guy. Right. He and has so, a very high need for respect. And so I like to meet that every once in a while. And mm-hmm. it's why he and my lovely wife get in such a great relationship because all she does is disrespect him. <laughs> and so she's his white whale that he keeps trying to chase just to get a little respect from. Which is, I'm actually, that is true. <laughs> it's but, so funny. But yet, she yeah. will ask him to do things. Which does meet his need for yeah, respect absolutely. as well. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so I think if, if you ask people their opinion, you ask for their expertise, you know, you seek them out, they will walk a little taller and feel a little bit prouder. Yep. And that is a way that you can you can just really feel like you've done better. Speaking of do better. Oh. This is oh. the segment. For those of the may not know, um, we, we try to end our episode each week with a segment that's do better and it can't do better. Do better is somebody that it's just you look at them and say, my goodness, what is going on in your world that mm. made you do this thing? How deep are your emotional needs that you made yeah. this mistake? Most of the time, we just make fun of people. True. It started off True. kind of as a... It's ideally... We, we, we wanted it. to get deep into it and figure out, you know, what are the... What emotions, was missing? We just stopped, we, stopped we, and some, started we, making fun of people. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we do. Sometimes. Just the tip. And every once in a while, we'll get a what's down your pants. Um, Speaking segment when people steal things and put them down their pants yes right but not today but not not today. not down your pants but uh chickens roasting in a what's geyser. down your geyser so dateline yellowstone yellowstone visitor banned for cooking chickens in thermal hot springs <laughs> been there no i haven't <laughs> this guy's goose is cooked or more, <laughs> or more accurately his chickens were 
A man from Idaho has been temporarily banned from Yellowstone National Park after pleading guilty to charges stemming from an August 7th outing, during which he was found cooking chickens in a thermal geyser. The man, who was among a group of 10 visitors, was spotted hiking towards the Shoshone Geyser Basin with the group, who were seen carrying cookware toward the thermal feature. You gotta hide that stuff, stuck it yeah. down your pants. I mean, the, come on, stick it down your <laughs> pants. A park ranger responded to find... A park ranger responded to find the group in possession of two chickens inside a burlap sack in a hot spring. East Idaho News reported. Yellowstone safety regulations currently prohibit visitors from straying from boardwalks or maintain trails near its thermal features to prevent guests from injuring themselves or destroying the life forms found within the geyser in the springs. Food is also not allowed in the thermal areas. So... On and on. Uh, the man was sentenced to two years unsupervised probation, during which time he is not allowed to visit, visit the national park or try to cook chickens in the geyser. He was also sentenced to pay two $600 fines. Oh. Do better. I don't even know how you cook a chicken in a geyser. Well, it's what did, take what a did while. you say, Eric? Um, I said it's a rugged sous vide. Rugged sous vide. It yeah. is a rugged sous vide. Right? <laughs> Got to keep that timer down. <laughs> Dateline, <laughs> Roanoke, West <laughs> Virginia. Uh, so we were down at the Stone oh, Jackson wait, Resort. Is this a, this a is personal do better? This is a like, personal do better. Oh man, okay. Um, and I, you know, I was so excited to go on the trip, and I read every review on TripAdvisor, on Yelp, on everything. And the only re- I saw two negative reviews. One was the beds were lumpy; ours was not. Yeah. The other one was that the food in the restaurant, for being as high priced as it was, was cold. So we're at lunch on Saturday. And we got a dinner menu, and I noticed smoked chicken, smoked brisket, smoked pork shoulder, smoked ribs. And I was like, oh, man, I'm about to get me some smoked food tonight. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm pumped up. And I was like, wait a minute. We've been outside all day today. I have not smelled mm-hmm. a smoker mm-hmm. once. Uh, That's so amazing you put that together in your mind. And I went, wait a minute. Do they reheat it? Because mm-hmm. I smelled it the night before. When we were checking in, mm. I was like, somebody's smoking some food. So at dinner, here comes the do better. Because if that's the way you do your food, fine, whatever. A lot of smoke places do that. So they not also the, had not the, not the best ones. Yeah. No, a lot of them do. Because okay, yeah, yeah, I've even yeah. seen them advertised yeah, where yeah. nothing is reheated, which means the industry standard is they reheat. Because it takes you 12 hours to what? Okay. Right, right, right. So with all due respect, <laughs> my boy Tyler, our waiter. Yeah. Was very excited to see us. Very excited to take care of us. All right. In fact, I had we had a uh, smoked, uh, oh, camembert, camembert. What's it called? Uh, cheese. Unbelievable appetizer. It was great. Wheel of cheese. It sounds good. Delicious. I don't even know what you're talking I mean, about. It's cheese with it was a jalapeno berry jam. Ooh. It was unbelievable. And but Rachel said, had all of it. She had the cheese. Camembert. <laughs> that's what it is. But I said, if Ashley's still listening, she'll be like Jay. But um. <laughs> I said, Tyler, it's time to be real with me, man. I said, do they reheat their smoked meat? Because I, I didn't. He goes, oh, no, the smoker's right out front. I said, right. He didn't answer your question. Mm. And I said, Tyler, I said, that's I was a, outside that's all day That's a politician's today. answer to that question. I said, Tyler, be real with me. Should I just get the ribeye? I said, because I've been here today and they ain't smoking. He goes, oh, they've smoked every day since April. And I was like, oh, Tyler. <laughs> like, Tyler, we're, we're different now, buddy. Yeah. So I thought I got, we were friends. Got the ribeye. Oh, man. Got the ribeye. How was it? It was very good. It was actually, it wasn't very hot. <laughs> ah, interesting. <laughs> what are you going to do? But it was delicious. Well, it was do, great. How do you order, yeah, yeah. How, what, Medium how, rare. Medium rare. Medium rare. Yeah. But, and Rachel got uh, stuffed eggplant uh, that she did say had, a, and it's funny because the plate was screaming hot. Like you were at Chili, Chi-Chi's back in the day with a fajita. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they need, they duped it. That's what they did. They nuked it. She goes, that's funny because there was a cold spot in the middle. And I'm like, they uh, reheated it. Man. But the sauce was, I mean, she was great. She was stuffed. She loved it. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel All eats that. eggplant. I know. Crazy, isn't it? Weird. That is crazy. I love eggplant. Yeah. So it's not do better place because the food was still good. Sure. Do better, Tyler. When I give you the be real with me, yeah. don't be lying to me, Tyler. Man. So I only tipped him 25%. I'm disappointed <laughs> in you, Tyler. Uh, but. We like to end on a good note, and this is a good story of somebody that can't do better. Actually, two people that can't do better. Family trying to give dream wedding to the man who saved their daughter from drowning. The family of 10-year-old Haley Whiting Whiting? Whiting? is working hard to pay back the man who saved the little girl's life when she was caught in a riptide. 
When Haley was pulled out to sea, the last day of their family vacation, her mother, Samantha Whiting, attempted to swim in after her, but quickly realized she would be unable. That's got to be a terrible moment. I mean, when you're like, I'm trying to save my kid's life. Eh, Maybe not. It would be like a very sinking. I I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) Sinking. Ah, I see what I did there. Um, (laughs) Hearing the commotion and yelling, Kevin Cozy or Cozy. Uh, sprinted away from his fiance and into the surf. Bye. I've been swimming since I was three years old competitively, so I felt like I could get to them. Cozy recounted. I ran out there, and as soon as I got to the mom, I knew she was struggling. Cozy reached the panic girl and pulled her back close to the shore before a lifeguard arrived to complete the rescue. Can't do better. Do better lifeguard. <laughs> do better lifeguard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the ensuing confusion, Cozy disappeared before Samantha Whiting could get his name. Who was that bathing-suited man? After several months, she was eventually able to track him down via Facebook. Sorry, I would never be able to do that now. Uh, only to learn that his marriage had been canceled due to the pandemic. To thank him for his heroism, that day by the ocean, the Whitings are now working diligently to raise money in order to give Cozy and his fiance the wedding of their dreams. Hmm. To do so, Samantha Whiting set up a GoFundMe page for the hero. Both Samantha and Haley Whiting are planning to attend the Cozy wedding next fall. So awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, they invited us a lot of the <laughs> Did you go to the GoFundMe link? Not yet. Do you want me to? Sure. Oh, you want to find out how much? Yeah. All right. And maybe people can contribute. Well, well, yeah, we always include um, all the links to the stories in that the we show share notes. in the show notes. Oh, man, this is going to be a banging wedding. What if, what if, what if they raise $100,000 and then they're like, well, you're not really invited. We didn't ask you to yeah. do that. We'll take your money. But... I mean, they're up to 52 grand so far. So that's a nice wedding. That's, that's a pretty nice it's wedding. It's going to be a good wedding. That's a good wedding. I don't um, think they're I don't think they're going to be eating geyser turkey or geyser <laughs> <guys are> turkey. <laughs> geyser cooked chicken. <laughs> if we ever open a restaurant, we got to have geyser chicken out. <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh but yeah man hopefully that uh they get the wedding of their dreams and uh they get to celebrate it together. They can't do better can't do better uh any final thoughts before i close this out gentlemen send it home all right as always thank you for listening to the show um that's it for episode 91 please make sure to give us a like on social media and follow us um, and uh, visit us at lunchtimeinroom.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Shout out to, I won't mention their names, but three people took the quiz this week, and uh, we sent them emails all about their emotional needs, and uh, they're finding out more about themselves and, and, and having a great time doing it by clicking all the little buttons on the quiz. Um, and give us a good review on whatever podcast platform you listen on, and uh, thanks for listening and joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye. Well, bye. Two dudes disc golfing, strolling through the woods. Two P's and an E. I'm awesome when I cook. What's geyser. down your geyser? Yeah. <laughs> what's down your, what's down your geyser? <laughs> You're a like, bot. You're a bot. That's what you are.